Hello, and welcome to Scuttlebutt, the war movie review podcast. We're happy to have you with us as we take a look at films from the dawn of cinema to today. We aim to provide a raw and unapologetic review of each film's cinematography, historical accuracy, and delivery. In the process of analysis, certain details will be revealed. These spoilers are only divulged to ensure a fair assessment of each film. We head into the spring of 1945 this week with Peter Thorwarth's 2023 World War II epic, Blood and Gold. As always, I'm joined by Mike A. Yes. Mike B. Yep. And Nate. Hello. So guys, what'd you think? Uh, yeah. Yeah. It, it was yeah. a fucking... End podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was just a fucking waste of time. Like, it was so bad. It's so bad. And... You know, I'm, uh... Yeah. Okay, which... Should someone go first, or are we all just like? Well, I will here? say this: Happy October. We wanted to do horror films this month, but we didn't want to bar people with horror films, so we just decided to start it with a really bad film. Oh, this is a horror film. It's horrible <laughs> for us to watch. That was exactly. the strategy. Okay, I yes, didn't know that, yeah. so I went into well, this. You know, I went into this thinking this was going to be like Wolfenstein or something, oh. and uh, <laughs> it was very different than that. But still, it wasn't. Where's the castle? Any, yeah, where's the castle? You know, it's still got Nazis, but not the ones you expect. Yeah, it, yeah, it was. I mean, like, I will. I'll, I'll, I'll jump into it. Um, I, I mean, I'm the one who picked this, but it, I wanted to get out of the way. Um, you know, it was. I, I, I. You can tell very easily when marketing is on a movie. It's like, okay, what am I in for? Now, sometimes it's elusive and it's not exactly what you're looking for. You know, they kind of say like this one thing and it leads to another. But you can just tell from the font, the advertising, everything, what this is going to be. And I, the only thing I think it didn't, I didn't get from it was I was all in, all in German, which I was actually like, whoa, okay, cool. Because I didn't watch, I, I try to watch these things with no trailers, no nothing, unless I can help it. It's a German film. I just hit play, dude. Oh. I just, I, it was blood and gold. I'm like, this is going to be a nasty movie. The credits movie. are in right, German, but okay. Yeah, like, I mean, I mean, I knew that. I mean, like, I hit play and it's like. Well, you know more than the guy that watched Revelation. <laughs> Right, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Look, we can at least turn on subtitles, so anyway, it's, it's fine. Uh, it's like four buttons but, on every screen. Yeah, but I mean, like, it, it just was, it was really funny to see just, like, oh, it's in German, oh, okay, and then it opened up immediately to the first scene, and I'm like, okay, this is exactly what I expected. Yeah, this is what we're going to get. But, you know, going into that, as the movie progressed for me, I saw a lot of things that I was pulling from it. One of the things was, it seems like this is an amalgamation of every single genre of film for the last 40 years. Yep. And it's, it's what I pulled from it was Clint Eastwood movies, Western movies, John Wick, uh, Inglorious Bastards, Tarantino-esque Board style. Empire. Um, yeah, boardwalk. Yeah, right. For um, face. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the half face guy. Um, uh, Kelly's Heroes for Gold, or any other Western movie of that kind of era. And then it's like you know, it just it just seemed to be just taking every single thing and just shoving it into an era. And as a movie to watch without giving a fuck what the hell happens, it's entertaining. If you are watching this and trying to follow along, it is miserable. <laughs> and 
I mean, I should know that from a movie that's, that's called Blood and Gold, but still, it it it's the same. I, I'm I'm expecting the same thing when we eventually do Sisu or whatever. It's like I know that's going to be the same thing, and you know, I, I was gonna, if I, if you don't mind me going, um, the, yeah. I, I, w- I was thinking while this was when this started, I'm like, oh, it's going to be one of these, and you know, I'm just yeah, I'm just kind of so sick of like. You know, movies like uh, what's that, Sisu or Sisu? Sisu. Yeah, it's like you know, it's it's like World War Two, but John Wick or a Western. You know, and uh, Inglorious Bastards was the kind of the thing that kicked that off. You know, it's like it's a it's World War Two, but it's a Western, and this is the the same thing. It's like someone wanted to make a Western, and it's that's what it is. I mean, it's got all the tropes in there. It's got the music. It's it's a Western, but it's in World War Two. Well, I mean, I I think the other part of it is like it. I had a very um. Tarotino. Thank you. I was gonna say that. Like, 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 like feeling to it because I mean, like, oh yeah, it's the thing got that is, in is there. that well, well, it had the Western feeling. I, I'm not disagreeing because I, I said that the, the graphics, the, like, the, the the names, the the, the presentation. Yeah, I know exactly yeah. what but, you're saying. But 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 it's the type of music too. I mean, like, but it's shoved. But you have to you have to say like it's everything shoved into that era. So all the music is based off of German 1940s music. So it's like or but, or European themed. And so it's like it's all shoved into that kind of like I don't want to say theme, but like just essence of that era and all that stuff trying to do it. Sort of. I mean, it does have the, uh, you know, like those musical numbers from the the period music and stuff like that. But like during some of the action, it's like, you know, and like Inglorious Bastards. I mean, like, oh, oh, 100 percent. I'm I'm agreeing with you. Yeah, that's the point. Like if you say it's Tarantino, it's like that's the point of Inglorious Bastards. That It's a Western. Like Mm -hmm. that's what he wanted to do. No, and, no, no, a hundred percent. Yeah, so and it's, it's just, like, yeah, I'm just, I get sick of this, this kind of thing, and like, I don't know, this, this bombastic stuff, you know, that's like, like T34 and uh, things like that. But that, know. but this, this trend hasn't been has only just started in the last five to six years. I mean, this wasn't like really a thing because it's following the John because this is where John Wick plays into this. You have gratuitous mm-hmm. violence and action, hand to hand combat, speed up, slow yeah. down of takes the and killing shots machine and, uh, protagonist. Yeah. It, trying to be in all one take or close to one take. I mean, and I'll let Brian go after this is that I, I see the attempt of good cinematography. I see, yep. and it actually, it actually is good cinematography. Mm-hmm. Actually, there's a lot to it. Has a lot of that Western cinematography, old film vibes. It's really, really great. It's just, I I understand what it's trying to do and I appreciate what it's trying to do, but it's the writing and other aspects that's just like, okay, this was just a check mark and this was a check mark and this was a check mark and this was a check mark for 2020 film and just check mark all the way down the list. And it's just like, okay, cool, but it it just it it, it, it other than it being impressive cinematography and maybe stunt coordination. It's a total like what the what is going on. I went. I didn't know what this was about. You had said that you wanted to do Halloween stuff for October, and when this came up as a suggestion, I I had not heard of this. I had not seen it on you know floating around on Netflix or anything, and uh, so I just assumed it was going to be like a Wolfenstein kind of thing, some horror. You know, you did what's it called? Um, Overlord. You know, something like that, and. Um, it was not that uh, so, but it definitely was um, uh, shocking, uh, sort of, because I was like, "Oh, it's not that. It's just it's another one of these uh, these kind of Western motif, uh, modern day John Wick type World War Two things, where it's just uh, you know, there's and it's funny in a lot of these kind of movies, there's always that moment where it's like 
you know, uh, what are we doing? We're killing Nazis, you know, that sort of thing. <laughs> and uh, it's a, like, I remember even, um, what's it called? Monuments Men had that, like, so basically we're going to go in, save the art, and kill a bunch of Nazis. It's like, and then, of course, Inglorious Bastards, with what's our job? You know, killing Nazis and all that crap. Um, so, yeah, not my kind of thing. I just, I don't really, uh, <laughs> I, I, I don't really don't really care for this sort of thing when it comes to the subject matter. And I, I get what it's doing. It's, you know, taking stuff that's popular, you know, old Westerns, uh, action movies, you know, it's got the protagonist who is a, a badass with tons of morals and he's not going to, you know, be stopped, you know, no matter what. And, uh, he's got, he's got the female character and shit like that. So, uh, uh, yeah, I just, uh, I could tell what it was, uh, about, two to three minutes in and I'm just like, okay, well, I guess this is what I have to watch if I'm going to do this podcast. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I kept watching it. Otherwise I would have turned it off. Um, those are my opening thoughts. I'll get uh, Nate the great there as he downs a bottle of some mystery. I've, I've, I've already gone. You can mystery oh, okay. liquid. Mystery go, liquid yeah. there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Mike, do you want to go? Yeah. I mean, it's, I was very demoralized about two minutes in, like you were. Yes, you were. <laughs> I, I messaged Nate. I said, I can't, I don't know if I can fucking do this. You messaged me too. Yeah. yeah and I was just like, <laughs> I, I just, this, this is so fucking bad. And it, it just, it, 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 it didn't get any worse, but it definitely didn't get better. And so I was watching this and it was very, it was a very tough watch. I did turn a lot of the shit off, like the historical accuracy shit, but I, I still have it in my brain so we can talk mm -hmm. about it, but like just the, the actual movie itself, like the writing and the acting, not good. And the acting wasn't, I, I'll, I'll just say this. The acting to me wasn't that terrible, but I understand. I, I completely disagree. And we, we definitely get into that and we can yeah, jump into it. Yeah, like, yeah, once, once. Um, overall, <clears throat> my first impressions, I barely made it 10 minutes in and then I had to stop for a while. And then I was like, I can't do this. And then I went back and I was like, okay, I'm going to do this because I want to do the pod. And it, <laughs> it's worth it because there's <laughs> definitely a lot of shit to talk about. But like, I don't know how the fuck this is on Netflix. I don't know how the fuck this is on Netflix, to be honest with you. And I guess that's my opening, things that that's my like opening thoughts, Brian. Um, <laughs> so, again, I saw the trailer for this a while ago. It came out in April. It's pretty, you know modern film and i'm like oh it's gonna be a trope whatever and then nate's like oh we should do it you know it's it's on netflix it's available to everybody basically and oh, so watch it and the first like minute in i was just like is this the longest day oh it's not the longest day is this that is yes it is a lot of stolen things and it's a lot of whatever but you know there's a point when you watch a film like this that or at least for certain people where you just Say, okay, I know what this is, so let me see how good or how bad this thing is for what it's trying to do. You know, in it's not a war film in a way. It's an action film that's set in the spring of 1945. That's all it is, which is fine. That, that's the direction I want to go. So how good of an action movie is it for what it pertains to be in the field it is in? And they do do some interesting things. You know, in my mind, this is really an homage to the 1970s era of bad B action films, like the original Inglorious Bastards, where you have just, you know, crazy shit happening because you want crazy shit to happen. 
you know, like you said, Michael, you know, let's kill Nazis just to kill Nazis. So it's almost like a take on the Quentin Tarantino version of, you know, the 70s films he watched. And that being said, it's interesting. You know, it's a really good, bad film. It's not like the room where you're just like, this is so bad. I have to see what happens. It's like, I know what's happening here, but let's see how good they want to stay, you know, in that genre that they're attempting to do. So it's a very interesting film. I don't mean that's good, you know, but it's, it's, it's very interesting. Um, and I didn't see too much bad with the uniforms. Everything was period. I mean, obviously they're, it's all fucked up, but it's all 1945. And I did like the sets. I've seen a lot wrong in other productions. So that's the funny thing. It's like, you know, it has things going for it and it has things not going for it. But for what they attempted to do with blinders on, they made something interesting. But when you compare it, obviously, to anything else that we usually compare, it's fucking shit. So, but it's a, <laughs> and just to end it, you know, it's it's different even from Sisu in my mind because Sisu's fucking really stupid. Have you, have you watched that? No, but I've seen the trailer. Um, like, listen, this is stupid yeah, I was gonna at say, points. I, just but, the trailer alone, we know what we're going to expect. But yeah, this is stupid at points. Don't get me wrong. But it's not fucking, you know, Frisbee Tellermine stupid. You know, <laughs> there, there's a level of, of stupid here, you know, that easily you can surpass. And it's like, well, okay, we're, we have a line. These people, they want to go there, but they have a line, you know? So it's, again, for what it's trying to do, it's interesting. I, I, so. I will always appreciate your optimism. So, uh, and I mean that sincerely, I mean, like, you know, I can be so negative with shit sometimes. It's always good to have sure. like someone that says, well, yes, but you know, it's like, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Cause it wasn't all, uh, sh- it wasn't, can we, can we really quick get into the uniforms? Let's just, let's just fuck that pig right well, now. I'll, I'll just say this. Yeah. Okay. The biggest thing I've learned from this podcast is you have to conceptualize everything, you know? Yes. Mm-hmm. And it, cause it's so easy to shit on anything for whatever. They had T-34s in a movie in the 50s that was supposed to be in the West. You know, like, it's right. easy to do stupid things like yeah. that. But as long as you know what it is and what they're trying to do, you can really understand it. So, yes, uniforms. Okay, so the the problem that I had, the biggest problem, was the Algemina SS uniform of the guy with the fucking half face, right? From what I've researched and from what I know... That was worn on duty for a German kind of mission, right? Not just a leader of a group that was out in the Waffen-SS, right? They would be wearing gray because they were in the Waffen-SS, right? Um, also, his insignia was fucked up beyond all belief. Like, it was just, like, really cheap shit. Which is funny because, like, the enlisted guys, their insignia was good. So I don't understand that. But, like... um. Also, he's wearing a brown shirt underneath that. I guess it was up to discretion, but, like, I don't know. He, that guy's whole uniform was fucked up in my mind. The other guys, like, the the um, the sergeants and the, and the corporals and the, the privates and all that shit, the SS guys, besides the double decal M40 helmets that went to Ben there, um, not terrible. The um, The sergeant guy has, like, some just random leather jacket on. Is that... That... Is that- that's do you know what that is mike me i I think it's a cut down motorcycle jacket right no close so german panzer crews were issued u-boat heavy weather gear for the winter 
and that was a very common look of SS heavy uh, Panzer battalions. Mm-hmm. You see a lot of Michael Whitman had them. Yep. Uh, yep. He was in the SS, but the guy that was the that wrote Tigers in the Mud, Carnus, he had one. Very common to see heavy weapons crews with the leather coats, and they look fucking dope. Um, okay, so. I also would give them the 10 by 50 U-boat binoculars, too, which is kind of crazy. Oh, the big so fuckers, yeah. That, yep. Yeah, so that's a take. If you see a lot of Battle of the Bulge footage from the Germans, they all are tucked mm-hmm. out in that shit. Because so Winterzug was the, the – sorry, the, the German, like, parkas were not very common in the West. They were more common in the East. Okay. So you get this crazy shit. But long story short, the leather jacket is supposed to be a German U-boat foul weather jacket, which were worn by Panzer crews. And which it was, again, is like – Cut down as well, right? No, that's the length. Because they, they have overalls, and then they go to, like, right below – it seemed like it was cut. Well, yeah, it might have been too small, but like it seemed like it was yeah, cut. It's shorter. definitely stylized. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's a, what they're going for is the the SS Panzer look, which I thought was interesting. But I, you know, it's not something you ever see. A- after Mike's done, I have something to say. But like, yeah. Okay. So does that mean these guys are Panzer Grenadiers then? Yeah. Well, they're a mix of stuff because okay. there's a gear I, guy I, too and okay. everything. And I think I did see some uh, some Waffenfarbe that was green. It was at green. One point. Yeah, so yeah. they're, they're Panzer okay. Grenadiers, um, okay. uh, supposedly. Which is fine. Yeah, that's accurate. Led by, um, led by some Algamon SS guy. <laughs> Algamon, well, we're in an Algamon SS yeah. uniform. So go ahead, Brian. Yeah. The one funny thing is they don't say it, but they allude to it. And anybody that has any basic history of the Third Reich will know that the main character was in the SS. Why? He has a blood group tattoo. And only members of the SS got blood group tattoos. Yeah. yeah. So in the, in the scene in the film, and he was like, it's, I'm glad that we both had the same. Yeah. And it's like, oh, so you're a deserter from the SS. So it means you're just as bad as them for the last six years. Well, I was actually wondering that because when they, I think when they catch it, he doesn't have any Litson or uh, insignia mm-hmm. or anything on his collar. Um, and uh, I was wondering that because they say like, oh, he was in uh, Italy, Russia and all this stuff. And I'm like, sounds just like basic Wehrmacht to me. Um, but uh, there was a test after the war that was very common where they would line POWs up and they'd make them raise their left arms. And anyone that had a blood group tattoo, you, you go to this camp instead of that camp. Um, it's a f- great memoir called Black Edelweiss, where long story short, the guy, the day that his whole unit was getting blood group tattoos, his father was visiting the unit. He never got one. So after the war, he changed to a Luftwaffe uniform and he went to the camps and guess what? No tattoo, no problem. <laughs> Fucking six SS Nord for like three years. So, Jeez. and I was just thinking about that. It was funny because it's like, oh, that's camping. Did he go to whatever. Canada? Uh, I forget where he. No, he wasn't was. in the. He that was the sixth SS. He wasn't in the fourteenth SS cavalry division. <laughs> that's 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 a stab at Canadian Parliament. I'm just saying. Yeah, no, I'm I'm, I'm but, just setting uh, the record straight yeah. though. The fourteenth <laughs> SS know, division yeah. was. I mean the, the yeah, pretty yeah, pretty yeah. elite. Yeah. That's right. It, it, it's just a full on joke. Yeah, I right. I was thinking about that though. I'm just like, oh, so. After the war, daddy would get arrested. He goes, oh, you're a military age male. After the war, raise your, what's on your left arm, buddy? You know, like, that means only one thing. So I thought that was kind of interesting. That would have been that, a hilarious, you know. like, twist to the ending. <laughs> yeah. My yeah. little okay. daughter, you know, and then. Okay, oh, son, you can go yeah. in the refugee camp. You just got to take your shirt off from me there, bud. Like, yeah, <laughs> that would have been hilarious. So wait a second, did, so did, I, did, I, did I misremember this? Like, so the guy that was um, the uh, Lancer, right, the private? Main character. He had the tattoo? Yes, because when yeah. they give him blood, they say, I, luckily we had the same tattoo. No. No no no, 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 no. I thought no, it was no, the no. SS, the sergeant. No. No, no, no. He says, luckily we have the same blood type. He doesn't but say the, the sergeant tattoo. Is, it was what I remember. Oh, the, sh- the, the, sar- the sergeant had the tattoo. They never show a tattoo. Okay. Uh, I'm pretty sure I saw it on can the we, answer. I'll, 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 I'll double check. Yeah, I can look it up, but I'm pretty... Yeah. 
Because th- there's no other place that a German soldier has his blood group marked. No, I know, not but the here's the thing is the SS sergeant. Not out of your- yeah, I know. And like, yes. so he might not, like, I okay, so, how, okay, we can discuss that. Like, how the fuck, if, if I'm correct, and I remember this correctly, and the SS sergeant, you know, He's says. He's got a big gothic AB. Right. But like, if the Lancer does not have that, how the fuck would he He's know? Not- exactly. It's not in your, it's not in your, on your dog tag. No, it's not. It's not in your, uh, what do you call it? Um, soul book. Zed book. I'm pretty sure. It's, it's a blood group tag. That's why the SS did it. Cause they're like, oh, this is a good idea. It is a good idea. Don't get me wrong. You know, it's just a way to tell. Just, just the yeah, wrong I just, I just wish we could, I, I just wish we could like, uh, um, 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 figure out right now some way if. I can pull it up. In my yeah. Laptop. Yeah. If you can pull it up to figure out if it was the yeah. SS sergeant. Or if it was the Lanzer. I'm, I'm pretty sure you see a scene where you sure. see both arms. I'm 99% sure. I'm 99% sure as well. And so that that's another little point of uh, contention, if that is correct, what we're saying. Like, yeah. how the fuck would he know his blood type? I'm pretty sure. Let me see. AB is a very, very rare blood type. I, I yeah. will say um, Mike A's been waiting very patiently. <laughs> you, oh, no, I'm not, I don't have anything to say about this. No, I don't have anything. No, no, to no, say. no. I thought you. I thought we didn't launch into the jacket question you had. After. No, no, no. They answered it. I was just wondering what that oh. was all about. You're just not listening, Nathan, as usual. I'm not. Yeah, well, I'm, <laughs> he's the fucking producer. Yeah. Well, then I mean, he's really not doing anything. <laughs> it's okay. It's all good. Um, yeah, but I'm. I'm almost Brian. I'm almost positive it was the um, the. Um, the SS sergeant. So then how did he know his blood group? Well, that, that, that's, that's what I'm asking. That's like, the how the fuck mm-hmm. would he know? And especially that rare of a blood group. Mm-hmm. So, but I'm pretty... Mike, Mike's definitely agreeing with you. I just think he just wants to get... Yeah, yeah, I just... just I'm, I'm curious because yeah. I, I... Yeah, I, I just watched it a couple hours ago and like, I think it was the... And I've already forgotten it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I forget little details because um, I'm trying to remember other shit. But like, yeah. While we're looking that up, I will Why don't you do that, Brian? Because I I'm doing right now. Shit. There's two shots I really did like in this that for cinematography and stuff. When he's being hanged and the camera drives away, that was really cool. And then the cyanide scene where he's flailing oh, yeah. on the ground and you see the legs, that was really cool. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Just having something play out while the camera's rolling. Yep. Is just, that's really neat. I did really like that murder because I was waiting for this like huge bombastic, you know, he steps on a teller mine and then she says uh, for Germany and like hits him with a panzer Shrek and he explodes. (laughs) I'm I'm, I'm waiting for that. And he just died in a very interesting way. And I, something that you don't normally see. And I thought it was very, very, I I thought that was a great way for that very odd and very forgettable character to go out. But, you know, you know, I, that, that character pissed me off. It's like, what? Oh, he's dark to be dark. So are goth right. kids. Like what the fuck? Well, that, that, like, that's the thing is it was an over dramatized version of an SS officer. And it's like, I get it. Yeah. Okay. They were evil. The delicious, but it's like, I mean, really, you have to do the same if, if trope, gonna, the if, same trope that's in every other fucking film. Yeah, they're like, like evil they're guy. Like you know, yeah. it's like, okay, he has zero redeeming qualities, and I'm not saying that you know the SS were good guys. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying he has zero human qualities. He's just this fucking maniac, psychotic killer. He's got his face covered up and blah blah blah. And it's like, okay, it's a trope. It's a fucking trope. Uh, it, yeah. It's an amalgamation yeah. of like three or four different characters from different movies. And it's all negative. 
It's a it's a checkbox. Exactly. It's, it's just a checkbox. Yeah. It's a checkbox. Like like we'll, we'll I want to dive into characters. I mean, let's just get that out of the way. It's like, you know, for the most part, all these characters are are are, are from other movies. Yes. Thrown correct. together, and it and and you know it, it literally is a checkmark. You know, you have you know. You have, you have the priest check mark. You have the 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 the, the lieutenant colonel check mark. The sergeant check mark. The medic who's just patching people right. up and he's semi innocent check mark. You have the the lone farm girl with her brother check mark. Like you have a cow check yep. mark. They shoot the cow check mark. Like it's just like all this other stuff all thrown together. And it's just like be different if you're going to go for that much. Right. Well, I was. Uh, I mean, yeah, I would. That's the thing. Like I was checking the boxes as they were popping up. You know, yeah. it's like uh, uh, when when the um, the brother shows up, you know, it's like he's he's, you know, like mentally. OK, some people have some, their hands up before I say anything. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. No, you're fine. I just I was just going to say, like, it, it just what I was going to add to my comment very quickly is that, yes, I know nothing can really every, everything's been done. I'm not going to go down that argument. Everything has. been. No, it hasn't. I, I, I will say that. Well, how about this? A lot of things have been done, specifically in World War II movies, tropes that have been done. I think the way to do it is if you have the same tropes, deliver it differently. Okay. That's my point. Yep. That's all. Brian? And Brian. Brian. Okay, I just watched the scene, and I was wrong. You do not see his left arm, but there's would no way that he would know. Exactly. I'm 90% to 95% sure that a soul book does not list your blood group. I, well, um, I'm... That was just something that you had that you knew. Did, I... Oh my god. I wish I had I'd a fucking Zold book. But yeah. I in doing my extra nerdy super duper research that no one knows is ever like seven people on the planet. He's wearing a hair tunic because he has six buttons. Yeah, no, I did I, I was I was actually so, legitimately gonna say that. There's no Yeah, no, he was hair. Now yeah. you do see hair tunics being used by SS soldiers, but you also don't see any ghost of a sleeve eagle. Also, that was so, a really shitty fucking repro. We'll just get that out of the way. But like the camouflage was pretty good. Some of the I Oh like no, the no, 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 I'm talking about his hair tunic. Was it Oh, yeah. cheap yeah. Indian repro and and ask me so, how I know but like uh yeah um go yeah. ahead but even the uh, uh sorry I just I want to get back into the writing um so yeah I'm checking off the boxes like you know we he wakes up you know, he he's he's on he's on death's doorstep and he gets rescued by this girl it's like that's something from a western you yes know? and uh, she drags him in and she you know heals him and everything like that and immediately you know when he wakes up he's like what and her brother is right there and she's she immediately says that's my brother which means my pussy isn't taken you know so it's like that's what that, that <laughs> no. that's what tells our main character also if you just were hanged and you were just right, left, yeah. like he, he wasn't dropped he was just hanged yeah uh you're not gonna be able to fucking move for the next week or so just throwing that yeah. out there good point good point but again remember this is <laughs> our tropey uh yeah protagonist who is a, the ultimate badass right and um he so then yeah he meets this girl the man with take, no name taking Sorry. care of her conveniently single and uh you know her brother is like i just he's introduces this uh you know uh mentally uh challenged uh, down guy, syndrome it's like yeah. down syndrome yep. yeah clearly with down syndrome it's like okay he's gonna get killed <laughs> you know like you immediately know it they're gonna get him like it's it's like it that that character is being used for sympathy, you know, and uh, yeah, at that point it was just like I'm just checking off the boxes of what's going to happen. It's so obvious. Mm-hmm. We wanted to go. There, um, Michael's pulling the, out a sniper rifle right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, God, that scene. He's a badass because he doesn't move, but everyone else does. The really historically accurate 
um, fucking uh, reticle in the scope, too. I love that. Oh, I forgot about that. It's a circle. The Russian capture candidates did look nice, though. I'll give them that. You can see the shellac stock. <laughs> so. Yes, yes, yes. But they do have... I, I like the patina of a, of a Russian capture candidate, so I'm okay with it. Yeah, so but... I was actually okay. They're not I deep. They're, I mean... They're not plastic D-Boys candidates. No. That reticle hurt my soul. Yeah, that reticle was... was, was I was just like... I, I'm not an I'm not an expert on any of that, but I was like, I don't recognize that. It should be a three-post. Yeah. Nope. No circle dot like it's ACOG Call of Duty. Okay, like... Or what the fuck are the new ones called? Yeah. There's no marijuana plant leaves on this sniper rifle, okay? You can't have that. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my god. I mean, like, I... I Again, like, to comment on your cinematography comment, Brian, like, I, I saw a lot of great shots, a lot of one-take kind of fakery shots. Not uh, not 1917 one-take shots, but uh, speed-up, slow-down combat shots. They definitely had to slow and speed that up Jackie Chan style. Um, I mean, John Wick does the same thing, but, I mean, it's just, it's it's very interesting to see it in when you are constantly looking for it. Uh, CG was... Yeah. So, yeah. so if I yeah. when the when the church fell apart and the, yeah. the, the things like that that effect of the the smoke rising, it's like man, I've seen that in so many like shitty like modern films, you know that right that same kind of effect. Well, the thing is, it's like you know, I feel like this was probably a mid budget, you know, Netflix project, mm -hmm. and you know, it, it's it's very interesting like kind of what might be said it's very interesting to see who how this was greenlit in this sense because if it is if it is purely netflix funded uh not just netflix distribution um it's very interesting to see that what route they took i i, I want to save gunplay for later but, yeah we'll definitely save uh, 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 <laughs> i'm just looking right now uh, and like it's a western brian, dude it's a western really really quick brian uh, i'm just looking and i don't think in the zold book that they would have blood type either so yeah you know it's it's one of those things where it's like you know you had to know and to be able to tell oh you know, the medic that was treating you oh shit i was wrong oh they did actually put it on the um it kind of or the dog tag Oh, they did? Yeah, so it says on page... That, uh, I'm pretty sure they put it on the dog yeah, tag. I didn't want to say anything because I don't know this this stuff head to foot. No, no, no. no. And I, I just wanted well, to confirm. On page one, you will find the soldier's details. The Dean Scott and rank, name, uh, identification tag, and blood group. But here's the thing is, we never see the Zold book or his dog tag. Well, you do in the beginning, and but the colonel would have had it. And also, a lot of times, they would lock up your Zold book. Like behind the lines because they didn't want it to fall into enemy hands. Right. So they would just have it like in a depository headquarters. So like having one always, you know, I would be correct. But even on his if I one out tag, and not not as an out though. What, Mike? I used Mike, to... are you burping again? No. What are you doing? I'm just like what? we're still on this damn blood thing. Uh, Dude, like, let them, wait, let I... them, let them, let them go down. The and, then, and then it's good. It's, it's almost close. It's almost close. My only, my only out. My only out. Look, look, they're civil right now. They're civil. I know. I know. Please, please continue. Please, my only out and i'll say is that i'm used to lufafa dog tags which they're just flight numbers because they were mm -hmm. coded and that was for everybody the lufafa because they just figured oh they don't want you to know what unit you're in so yeah and the germans like they, the 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 hair and the waffen ss um they would have blood type on there because it's more relevant because they were doing field ops mm -hmm. and shit so but still it's like it, it it's a very it's a sloppy fucking detail in this film particularly the way it's portrayed but Anyway, yeah. we can move on from that. I, I think what? K is closed. 
Why were they doing yeah. that yeah. just to keep him alive yeah. for some reason? Like they wanted to know where the gold was because yeah. they had no idea where he found the gold because he threw that gold brick into the tavern. There was okay. Speaking of tropes, there was many. This happens in every movie now, but it's like, you know, anytime he shows up and he's like, "Hello, Lancer," it's like, kill him. Like you, you could have right. killed this guy so many I'm, goddamn I'm, times. I, I'm I'm waiting for the guy to say I'm your Huckleberry in German. <laughs> Hucklebearer, but yes. <laughs> Hucklebearer. Yes. That's, that's I've what learned it something today. Is, yeah. I'm your Hucklebearer. It's Hucklebearer. But no, I said that wrong. I said okay, that totally wrong. Let's just let's move on. Barrel. Hucklebearer. Barrel. Hucklebearer. Yeah, I, I I will say the one thing that did shock me about this movie. This is near the end. Is uh, Sonya getting fucking wrecked at that very end bit? With the uh, when the Americans come into the movie, which I was not expecting, that was great because I was just like, "Fuck all. this bitch!" Yeah, yeah. Oh no, well, because well, it's to get the bad guy gets their comeuppance. You know, mm-hmm. it's like it's a Western trope. I get <laughs> exactly, it. Exactly. Yeah. It it was so left field. I'm like, huh? That was <laughs> like, Especially was with the awesome. I, like, the iris going out and then it comes back. It's like Looney Tunes. Yeah. Like, oh, what's gonna happen? Right. Yeah. Now, you know. Yeah. Right. Not again. The it's, it's it's 1960s Western. I mean it. It really is. Even the slow fade with the one tear going down because someone threw trash out their car. Like, you know, it's just... <laughs> and Damn, while... that's an old school reference, dude. <laughs> while, while, while we're on it, let's just talk about it. I did really like that ending. I thought that was really cool. And I will say all of the vehicles they used are very, very well. They used real Koopa wagons, a real Opal Blitz. The machine gun mount on the uh, You said the way I say it. I'm so proud of you. What? Opal Blitz? No, you oh. said Koopen Wagon. Oh, Koopen Wagon. Oh, Koopen Wagon. Koopen <laughs> Wagon. I want this one destroyed. You can't make fun of me ever again for saying it the wrong way. You just did it. <laughs> okay. Well, I, I can make fun of you for other things, so it's okay. Um, Jeep, 100% real. It had some little fucked up things, but it looks great. The Sherman, 100% real. M8, 100% real. The fucking hat, like uh, ambulance in the background, 100% real. Like, that's just about $500,000 in American vehicles. Like that is very impressive for any film. So that was really cool to see. But no, I really liked that we have the is it the ninety second, the Buffalo Soldiers show up. Yeah, and they were never in fucking Germany in World War Two. Yeah, they're from no, they they're in Italy, dude. They were they were totally in Italy. But the fucking movie is about all this random shit. Who cares? I thought it was. I was not expecting. I had a feeling that you might see the Americans, but I would have lost a fucking bet. It's like the ninety second will go over the hill. And you could say what you want, they weren't there, but I thought that was a neat touch. They should have done the 761st or something, whatever, but that was cool. And not only that, though, they're not this trope of the woke whatever. <laughs> they look like 90-second soldiers. Like, they're cast well. They look like 20-year-old dudes in 1945, so I thought that was cool. The the one thing I was going to say was, um, what's the movie the miracle of Santa Ana or whatever. Dude, that. no, oh. no, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, by Spike Lee, yeah. Yeah, what, what, what unit is That's that? That's 92nd. 92nd, yeah. yeah. Okay, I figured, okay. Terrible movie, Check. but, uh, yeah. I heard, I've heard that, I've never seen it. Oh, it's so it. bad. Waiting, it I'm waiting, I'm waiting to, uh, to, 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 some parts of it, waste my time. Some so parts of it feel kind of like this, honestly. Like, mm. you know. Shooting a guy at work? Yeah. <laughs> well, like, Brian, you've seen it? <laughs> yeah, I hate it. Yeah, it sucks. The, uh, um, he's very hard to understand. Like, The Five Bloods, too, is a really bad film. I, I yeah. hate Spike Lee as a filmmaker, dude. So. He, you said that before on the podcast. You do I know. hate him. Yes. I do oh, hate yeah. him, and I'll continue res- to hate him. I respect him, and he does have some good insights, because I, I watch some stuff from him. But we got to add to the to the Mike Gay lore about how he hates the Dutch, and he also hates Spike Lee. I hate do the, the Dutch, right thing is Spike Lee. Du- uh, do the right thing. This is, that was like his first film. Yeah. Uh, Isn't Ackerman Dutch, some... though? 
What's that? Isn't I am Dutch, yeah. That's the irony. That's the You hate the, yourself? Yeah. I have some Dutch in me as well. I do hate myself. Oh god. No, but I hate uh, myself every day, <laughs> so it's fine. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. But uh no, Spike Lee can go fuck himself. <laughs> he, he's interesting. You know, I don't I respect him and he's definitely has something. I don't want to I don't want to go off topic. So no, we'll uh... <laughs> Save it for one, one more jab. We'll one, let you we'll more. let you go on a rant about how you don't like the door being kicked in 18 times. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to save Michael's love of Spike Lee for Miracle Santa Ana. Yeah, when we do that, I can go Christ. full blown. Please leave a comment if you want Michael to yell at that movie. Yes, <laughs> yes. It, it happened once; later. it'll happen again. <laughs> Is that the one we do the commentary for? What the fuck? <laughs> Oh, so bad. Well, the funny thing is about stuff like that, and like you mentioned things in this movie that you like, like the vehicles and such, that's always the heartbreaking thing when it comes to this. It's like all of this cool shit that they got for the movie, and they used it for this. Like, I hate I, that's a, That's one thing that you always run into when it comes to movies like this. They, and, and that's, and, that, and I was going to say, like, that's, that's the problem with a lot of European production, you know, thing. They have all this stuff, and it's immaculate, and they have the ability to get researchers and 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 props and real uh, relics and items and things like the radios. I I didn't notice that those were wrong. Like I love the tavern in the '40s town and all that kind of stuff. Like, yeah, you can tell it's a set, obviously, but like you know, it it's 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 really interesting. And then you have a dude popping meth pills and like you know, going my broken love. I will save you forever. <laughs> 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 like it's just like what? What are we? Get a doing? sound bite of that, please. The room is the room is actually really. I, I was like, as he's dying, I'm like, that room is really well put together. It is. <laughs> yeah. It was. I agree. I know. Yeah. I, that's that's the heartbreaking I, thing about. Because I give movies. nothing about this any of these characters whatsoever. I mean, I will say this on LeBron go. I will say this. I would watch this a thousand times before I watch Hyena Road again. Mm. Because this has cinematography, this has content, this is actually captured well. Great, um, you know, uh, I'm blanking on the word I normally use. Coverage, there we go, fuck. Tired. Coverage of the whole entire stuff, like nothing's like, you know, horrid. There's no weird takes or anything. It's it's there. Is it predictable as hell? Absolutely. But, you know. I only I have boars and I and I stab the boars when they get close. I wonder how he's going to get hurt. Yeah, it's like it's obvious as hell. I wasn't expecting him to eat a Snickers bar like or or yeah <laughs> yeah. I wasn't expecting him to eat a gold brick like a Snickers bar and like you know <laughs> shove it in his mouth. That was funny. It's horizontal. That made me bust but, out laughing. You know nothing like Gollum CG. <laughs> you know glug glug. Anyway, Brian, go. Totally lost my train of thought. I'm, I'm <laughs> sick. I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, you know what? Here, let me pull up something. This I, I was when I was I, I was looking for. I, I looked up this movie. I found this, and I'm just like, okay, it's gonna be. This is what we're we're uh, in for, and it's perfect. It seems like a joke, but I think this is an actual thumbnail for the movie. I just shared it. Yep. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Little Shop of Horrors Nate, meets World War Nate, II. S- Nate, right click. Right click. Save that as the poster, will you? Uh, yeah, Mike, I, I will. Um, Mike, a, can you send that to me? Yes, please? I will. Thank you. The, I'm not at my home setup. It's Little Shop of Horrors. It is interesting how much history they do touch on, though, for such a random, tropey, predictable film. I mean, you they touch on the Crystal Knocked, you know, in a way mm-hmm. you you never really see that touched yeah. on, and you also get touched on like the German euthanasia program for certain you know individuals. 
So I Pervitin. totally didn't expect that at all. Well, yeah, Pervitin as well. <laughs> yeah. But like th- those two things you don't see at all in films. And I, it was interesting how they tried to kind of like weave it into the narrative. That, yeah. Um, yep. Did you? Well, Quasimodo did, Last Stand is pretty significant. So, yeah, <laughs> did, like, did you guys see, um, like, look up the director at all? Or no, no. he no. hasn't done like shit. He's mostly a writer. Um, that explains why. What he's famous for is a film <laughs> Michael might have seen it. It's called The Wave, and it's from 2008, and it's about this German high school teacher that's trying to teach his kids like about Nazi yes, Germany. Yes, and he does and, the and whole the, thing with the wave, with the strength through discipline, strength through unity. Yeah, yes, yeah, I yeah. That's a pretty that, good, yeah. a pretty good film actually. Yeah, for it's what a true it is. story. He, Oh really? Oh, he yeah. wrote that. Mm-hmm. He's the writer that he wrote. He wrote a bunch of rewards for that. So that's kind of like his. Yeah, you know, it's a true peak. story from the nineteen something. It happened in the nineteen sixties, I think. Oh really? Interesting. Yeah. Huh. Uh, that's actually a very good film. I, I enjoyed. I'm it. gonna look up. I'm gonna look up the cinematographer. It's been a ten years since I've seen it. Well. But yeah, so he really hasn't ha- made a lot, and I really feel like he sat down during COVID and was like, "What movie am I gonna watch today? Oh, that's cool. What movie am I gonna watch? Today? Oh, that's cool. Hey, why don't we just throw this all into one?" Yep. <laughs> Yep. Here you go. I mean, it's um, well, a lot it's of even written. It's even written like a the lot tropes. Of... Like that's the thing. You know, it's like the, the 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 dialogue, the writing. It's all like you said. It's not just cinematically. It's you know writing. It's like a worse version of Jojo Rabbit. <laughs> it's like you know they. It's on that spectrum. It's like between Jojo Rabbit, Dead Snow, and Glorious Bastards. It's like this very strange. No, you know. no, 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 no. We don't talk about Dead Snow. We I love Dead about Snow. That. No, uh, you... <laughs> I think that one's coming this what? this October, dude. See, Dead Snow's fucking great. Uh, Dead right. Snow is when I was 18 years old getting my first hand job. Okay, like I, 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 I it, it's not a good movie. <laughs> that is the <laughs> hell terrible. of a comparison, man. <laughs> dude, I don't know. Listen, we, you know, I'm sorry Nathan, that happened to you. You have the right to be wrong. It's fine, <laughs> you know. But I don't. You can say what you want about the film, but the fucking mini chainsaw scene is pretty funny. <laughs> Through the shed, it's been, it's been, it's been. Anybody can like that. No, it's two thousand eight, two thousand nine. Yeah, it's been fifteen years. Then, then they came out with a second one, and it's like, oh my god. But did you ever see Nazis at the center of the earth? <laughs> no, <laughs> oh my god. I don't have to that... with a title like that. <laughs> oh, we should definitely do that one. Com- Christmas commentary. <laughs> You want to see Nerf guns? That's what that movie has. Let's it? just fucking do uh, Thanks uh, Killing. That sounds that sounds like a sci-fi original, dude. Thanks Killing? I don't remember that one. You guys have never seen Thanks Killing? What year is that? Let's just watch Rampage. Well, not a bad film, actually. <laughs> yeah, I think he fucking, like, goes and has dinner, or, like, lunch with a bunch of senior citizens with a, like, covered in armor. That's a fucking strange movie, dude. <laughs> like, yeah, it is. What, 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 what movie right. is... Thanks killing. Thanks killing. Thanks killing. Yeah, that's it. Wait, it's called Thanks Killing. Year? Uh, I don't no. know, two thousand eight or nine or I don't know. It was okay. I'll take. I'll take a look. I'm trying to find the cinematographer, and I'm like failing to find it. It's not good. Uh, two thousand seven. No, 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 no. For Blood and Gold, Mark Achenbach. <laughs> One more time, Achenbach. That's German. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, not Dutch. So most Dutch names are like correspond to a region because mine does. I wonder if yours does. So, um, you from a part of Holland? Uh, no, I just. I'm sorry. I was just. This is, I was unrelated. I was looking up Thanks Killing and the uh, the the uh, the poster <laughs> of this is. It's a work of art. Here, I got to. Uh, Dude, share it. it's. <laughs> we back back when 
like in 2010, my buddies and I would just get, we, we'd buy like two dirty 30s of Keystone Light and we would sit. Oh, <laughs> shut up. We, we would oh. sit and we would just drink oh. our asses off and watch like Thanksgiving killing and shit like that over and over again. And in, in the fall. Oh my God. I have seen this. Starring Turkey. Oh, I have, I have killed this from the recesses of my gobble, mind. gobble, oh my motherfucker. God. Is this one of yeah. is this one of those movies where you thought it was a fever dream or something? Like, yeah, yeah. And it's then you amazing. It's, real. it's yeah, uh, it's 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 definitely got a cult. The the, the first line in the fucking it's like the Big Lebowski to quote a meme we do warning <laughs> boobs yeah. in the first second. Yes, exactly, exactly. Right. And the first line in this fucking film D. is "nice tits, bitch." That's literally the first line in the film. Isn't isn't she like a porn star? I don't know. I, like if I remember, if I remember, I think I saw this I in Sunday. What it was. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, the uh, <laughs> so yeah, the movie God, that, that that yeah that was that was a definitely a detour. Uh, I'm trying to think what else of this wonderful movie. Oh, so I'll say this: the sign I'd seen was greatly shot, and also I think very well acted because as far as i know that's pretty much what happens when you ingest cyanide the foaming of the mouth and everything else so from what i've heard yeah even with yeah. this extra insert hole in his mouth here yeah <laughs> just so that you could fucking see it oh yeah it was so stupid you suck two dicks at once Woo! <laughs> <laughs> that's a how do you know she transferred it I, like <laughs> what how could he how could he not know that something was like was was uh uh being inserted into his own transaction? I've I've done my fair share of making out, and if some bitch fucking spit a cyanide capsule or any fucking spit kind it. of pill into my mouth, I'd be like or a Jolly Rancher. <laughs> like that's 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 what that is. It's like it's like you're 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 eating a Jolly Rancher. It's out. like a piece like, of glass. That, so you, yeah, I'm I'm laughing because that's a horrible Reddit story I read ten years ago and. You don't, I'm not going into that. Nate, you don't, you don't go to clubs and like you know make out with chicks and come home with like change in your mouth and stuff. You know, like no, seventy four no, cents. No, no, I don't. Mento. Like a, no, I don't like kiss a goth girl and come out with a bull ring around my nose. Uh, uh, the whore. Do handle? you also like keep a? Yeah. Do you keep a fucking engagement ring in your in your eye socket as well? Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah. Damn it. Yes. I, I was like, oh, it. we're going we're it. going into this territory once that happens. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's like that. Yes, my lip shin. I'm going to wipe the slime off of my fucking wedding ring i've kept in my skull yeah. if, he, if he had like a just a little bit of a better of like a you know plastic surgery surgeon he probably would have just had to wear like an eye patch just saying you know that's, like, that's, like, that's f- like me hiding something in my belly button at the, Ooh, of the mouth you know like, stinky like, hold on my lip shin <laughs> oh god <laughs> oh oh it's like dr lip shits on the rugrats he doesn't know what the fuck he's yeah. Doing. yeah oh my oh god my i haven't god. thought of that in forever <laughs> oh my god how did we all I don't know if Brian. One eight hundred lipshit. Do you remember that? Yes. I'm, I'm not being a dick. I I generally I don't know if you because like look okay I'm gonna be. Do you I'm remember nine eleven, Nathan? <laughs> no, fuck you. It's like. But here's the thing. Here's the thing, Nate. In all seriousness, Doctor Lipshits and Rugrats and everything. Rugrats did teach us. They taught us valuable lessons. We just have to fucking realize them. Tommy always had a don't grow up. Do, Tommy always had a fucking <laughs> screwdriver hidden to get the fuck out of the playpen, right? <laughs> be prepared buck authority fuck authority like just mm-hmm. don't do it <laughs> hey man you know 
If you don't have sharpened screwdrivers, then are you really a rug rat? Be a Tommy, not a Chucky. Yeah. yeah. Chucky's a, Chucky's a Chucky. Hey, Chucky, it's me, the monster underneath your bed. Why don't you come out here? I got yeah. some candy for you. <laughs> yeah. God. Anyway, oh, okay, we're Christ. fucking, okay, so. This is what happens when the, when a movie is bad. I'm, I'm sorry, everyone. So we're talking about uh, Dr. Lip shits, and then we went to fucking. Uh, Michael hates the Dutch. Uh, yeah, that's not new. Yeah. He hates himself. Yeah. <laughs> So we'll just say that. Uh, yes. We'll come out and say that. Yeah. But um, I know something that made me very sad. The movie? Far away. The shot opens up with that, too. But he, he, the guy was running. The very first scene, he's running away from them, and they're shooting. They can't hit the broad side of a fucking barn, like, number one. Number two, I'm like, oh, there's a guy in a motorcycle. MMG, obviously. Oh, wow, the firing rate. That's a 34. No, it's a 42. That's a thir- No, no, no. Let me finish. Oh, yeah. I'm like, that's a, that's a 34. That's a 34. That's a 34. It. Gets up close, 42. And I'm like, God damn it. I know. I thought the same thing. <laughs> yeah. It's so fucking awful. It's like, dude, you couldn't hit the fucking barn if you were standing in it, you fucking miserable piece of shit. They, yeah. In 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 the top of the church, it was like, okay, now pull the trigger. The gun goes boom. Release the trigger. It goes not boom. Pull the trigger. It goes boom. Like, that's, that's, that's the amount of, of fucking inside you know, shooting there is in that thing. And again... It comes back to our last thing we talked about, which is Europeans and gunplay. Yes. And realistic, realistic. Yeah, let's get into that really quick. They, they were shooting blanks, though, at points. Um, there yes, was that were. one cool scene. But, but the it, church was not, so. No, but there was one scene. He was in the church, and he was they're shooting upstairs or something, and you see the side shot of the MP40. And I hadn't seen this before. You see the charging handle go back and forth. And I'm like, I can't think of a film where I, you see a side shot of a machine gun working. And I'm like, that's pretty cool, you know? Uh, I think... Um, not, not, not that I'm calling you out. I think the other, the other film that did that okay, I thought, was Twelfth uh, Man. Am I wrong? What scene? I can't remember, to be honest. Uh, when they're on the boat, and they're shooting on them on the boat, all that kind of stuff. Oh, you see, like, reciprocating? But... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And, but, but, cool. but, like, but, but to talk about that, though, in, in the same scene with the church and stuff, like, I one shot I really liked was they zoomed in on him, and he's, like, unscrewing the fucking egg grenade and it takes so long and i was like i mm. like that oh yeah and and, and the threads are thing... fucking small dude oh they are yeah, <laughs> yeah. oh yeah and like and i like that because normally they like the guy turns around and he goes like dosuke's <laughs> poof and pops the pump you know, i'm still i'm still fucking unscrewing <laughs> this thing okay there it is <laughs> t minus what 10 seconds seven well no the, this seven. is a this is a four or five second yeah. It's it's the color of the are those fuse. are those the repros I I sent you when you were getting no I, I bought Reveille? these for Reveille. those are from I, I know are the that's the ones I I sent to Brian and then Brian yeah yeah, yeah 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 from the that's guy, the guy. Yeah, yeah. he's from Massachusetts he's yeah great. he's those awesome cool. oh these, these are his, his, these are stellar I'm probably not selling these those are fucking cool they're, they're awesome shouldn't. no no but yeah but seriously awesome. like the watch ones. this one two three four I'm working at it too. Six. And you're okay. already dead. Got it. Eight. <laughs> no, it's a fucking bitch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it, yeah. here's the thing is and it's like, safer than a fucking M24. Stick. You know? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Nate, start counting. Ready? Yep. One. One. Two. Yeah, one. two. Three. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's why a Mark yeah. II is. Right. You know. Yeah, yeah. But I forgot. The Germans made such good shit. Everything's amazing. You know, it's it's so good. The gas is great. The guns are great. The grenades work. Oh, yeah. No, oh, yeah. yeah. Um, it uh, fucking like, screw something and use everything. But but I, I, I really liked that. And then the other thing I, I will say, yes, he slowly crawls while she's being choked out. Yeah. And the tension is so intense and whatever. And then he shoves a gold brick in his mouth. At least they 
they make it so that the rest of the movie, after he got the shrapnel, he wasn't a badass anymore. He still was, but he's he's just hurt. Like here. like, well well yes, he is a badass, but like, how many movies have we watched where the guy's like got shrapnel into his thigh halfway yeah. through his leg, and then he's still doing kung fu? The worst uh, example of that, uh, I don't know if it was intentional or not, isn't Starship Troopers, um, where just people get like stabbed well, through the chest well, and they're just like they're fine. Well. What? Well, that's an I amazing. Mean, film. No, it is. But like, uh, okay, I, did, look, did, look, we don't talk. I'm not shit talking. About Nate, I love the movie. Troopers. I love the movie. Your hand is a weapon. I love the movie. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Like Denise Richards gets like stabbed through the fucking shoulder at the end. Yeah. And then she's just walking away with her arms around her friends. Like, isn't this great? You know, it's like you got stabbed through the shoulder. <laughs> well, and the, the, and the, this film was really bad about uh, guy. Like, so, okay. Even. So when he had that fucking piece of whatever the fuck it was stuck in his fucking femur, you're not going to be walking, dude. Yeah, they, well, they do. I mean, he's he is walking. Well, he's being he's helped. Not, I know. Yeah, but uh, but like I'm I'm not I'm not trying to be pedantic. I'm just saying like the 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 shot the shot coverage of it does at least show a significant with okay uh, yeah I'll, I'll yeah I'll agree uh, with you on that decline yep. is, is why is why that's what yep. I'm saying I know it's bullshit he wouldn't be moving no, it's, at it's, all same the way, way you described same way when he got you described is good because yeah. yeah it does actually show something like he's slower but yeah yeah Brian. And then he gets shot again, and he's really slow. It's not like, oh, yes, I have taken an 8 millimeter round to the chest, and I am still moving. Yes. Like, then you it's know. adrenochrome for the SS sergeant, and then he's better. That injury is almost like to the point where you leave it in, you know? Like I was thinking that, I was yeah. thinking, like, you know, there's some there's, there's certain injuries where you literally, taking it out does more damage until you, you know, because... There's so much shit in that part of your leg, and it's it's uh, that strafing scene was so fucking yeah. strange, it, right? Like yeah. two P fifty one show up, fire like hundred rounds, and then take off. Well, it's they like, cool. I know people that live through strafing. Like no, they come around and around. And, like you know, these guys are bored. There's no there's no Luftwaffe anymore, so just fucking fly around and shoot shit. You know, um, like blow up a train, blow up this. Uh, it's uh it's fun. what did what was the first thing that you said? Oh yeah, the the whole like leave it in sort of thing. Have you seen the movie Blue Ruin? Yes, that's a great movie. Yeah, that's yeah. When he gets movie. he gets the arrow in his thigh and he's trying to pull it out with the pliers and he can't do oh. it. Yeah, and then like he has to just force himself to be hospitalized and then later mm-hmm. when he gets shot, he's like, damn, that's not nearly as bad as the arrow. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, right? Right. yeah. That's a great movie. Who, who, it is. Really who, who's movie. in that? Movie? It's an independent nobody, it's an independent film. It's like 2007, um, 2008. A, a, a buzz from uh, from uh, Home Alone is in it. Uh, I, I know that. That's a yeah. That's a really crazy film. I should rewatch that. That's like just up there with the road. So, um, but yeah, that's the only character I remember. I was like, oh yeah, that's Buzz from uh, Toy from, Story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Sorry, wish. sorry, sorry. Being a jerk. Sorry. It's okay. No, that's funny, dude. That's funny. Hey, slow down with those types of jokes, guys. Yeah, I yeah. Walk- Don't be an ass. Yeah. Just walking into that. So no, that's that's good. But no, it's uh. Watch. So, yeah, watch like, Blue Ruin. Leaving it, leaving leaving that fucking thing in. Get tin snips or something, because like unless you're, dude, because you've got you've got your fucking quads. It's a huge muscle on your femur, right on the, on the outside or the top side of your femur. That fucking thing, that wound that they created, that would have cut through the entire fucking muscle. There's no way. There's no way he's walking. Probably ever again at that time. 
And it's like, okay, well, he's slowing down. It's like, mm-hmm. again, Europeans, they, the gunplay was horse shit. And um, the wounds were like, fatal wounds were just treated as like, oh, I could just brush it off. Like the, the SS sergeant, he gets shot with a fucking shotgun, probably with buckshot in the shoulder. And he could still, he's just moving his arm freely and shooting at them in the church. It's like, uh, even if you were hit with birdshot, right? Your arms, your shoulders can be fucked up. You're not moving that fucking thing. Yeah, those, you're done. those holes are like 22s. Peppercorn. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right, I mean, like, you're fucked. You get hit in the shoulder with a shotgun mm-hmm. at like 20 yards. You're not, you're not moving that arm probably maybe ever again, but like right it's now like, for ever, sure not. Put, see a polka dot print? This is, it's kind of like right, that. Exactly. You know? I always and, love. And, and, yeah. Go ahead, Mike. I was just saying it was like, and it was a clear shot that they 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 portrayed dramatically in his fucking shoulder. Yeah. And then he's just like grabbing the MP40, which is a heavy fucking weapon, and he just do oh, whatever. Let's just go for it. No. The. I think I think Mike was gonna say something first. Yeah. yeah no, this is real quick, but uh, I yeah I I do love in movies like this. Everyone just gets shot in the arm. Like, you know, they don't get shot in the chest or anything <laughs> until, until, until it, they get shot in the head. But. Yeah, until it's like time for the character to die. It's like, oh, it's just that's I guess everyone's just aiming for the arms and the legs, all the parts that, you know, that you can get away with in movies, even though you can still die from a wound like that. But uh, I, go ahead, Brian. I did like the fucking because I was like, motherfucker, because I have one and I, I know the weight of it. When the fucking dude is swinging the MP40 and hits him with it. It's like, oh, oh that, that would hurt. Yeah, I was like, oh, yeah, I hadn't thought. I mean, it sounds naive, but I hadn't thought about that. And I was like, oh, you could really get a lot of momentum with that thing. And like that's almost 10 the, pounds unloaded and it's all metal. And the back, fucking, the back piece of that of the tube is all milled, you know, it's, yeah, yep, it's all yep, steel. Yep. You, you can like, really like get a, some momentum. It's like a, it's kind of like a blunt tomahawk if you think about it. Yeah, yeah it is. No, that's exactly what it is. Yep. Yeah, that's uh even like I don't know, I was like an MP40 would, ow. <laughs> oh fuck, ow. you're you're done yeah. at that. You get yeah. hit in the head with that thing, oh, you're fucking no toast. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, you're done. Easy to what, split a skull open. One thing I did notice though that I thought was interesting, just thinking back as we're talking, we only have one scene where there's a, a machine gun. Mm-hmm. The motorcycle. Yeah, which is which is very not what European films normally do. Yeah, you think they'd want 42 porn, right? Yeah. That that or and there was some MP40s, but no MP44s, no nothing. Yeah, like Germany. I mean, I mean, like, and and I'll just say this, and Brian can take it. Like, I, I understand that, you know, you should an STG44 is not going to be in every single movie in late Berlin, but it's the trope that of all the tropes this movie does, I'm shocked that it doesn't have that, uh, Brian. And that being said, it was nice to see, refreshing to see Candy Eights in a film and used. Yes, exactly. Because you expect them all to have MP40s or whatever, because that's the usual Hollywood, like, you know, Von Ryan's Express or something. Oh, like, since the this fucking story. 50s. Yeah. yeah. yeah that's but to see Candy, it's not only there, but used and shown that they suck, <laughs> you know, because you can clearly tell when you're fighting against a dude who has an MP40 versus a Candy 8. So that was cool to see, you know. Yeah, they, they did do a really good job. And they were correct K98s, even though they, some of them were Russian captured. Yeah. But like. Yeah, it's like that was good because, and you know, like the the protagonist, he's like, he's out there. We'll get into some shit that I fucking have a problem with, but like when they're out in the woods, right? He's holding a K ninety eight because that's probably what he was fucking issued and he's used to. And I like that. I did like that feature, 
of his character of like being out in the woods with a rifle he's familiar with and not holding an MP40. I mean, he's, he's got an MP40 near him, but like he's holding a K98. And that was cool. And then, yeah, like the, all the, uh, uh, well, most of the Waffen SS soldiers, like uh, the one sergeant had an MP40, but like the other ones had K98s. And it's like, that's what you're going to see in a fucking oh. rifle squad, you know? Yeah, go ahead. I have Nate. a question for you because I wasn't looking at it because I just expected to be in every movie. Was there low ready? Oh, there was a ton of it. Um, yeah. Okay. There was. It was mixed though. Like that. It didn't. It didn't make any it, sense it, to it, me. It didn't. It didn't constantly be there, which is why I'm asking the question because I'm remembering yeah, the scenes in my head and I don't remember some of them. Like it that. wasn't that egregious, but there was like when you saw like them in the background like moving around, they were like doing this okay. stuff, you know. But but when they were actually like a lot of scenes where they were doing like actual combat movements they were holding it like they would have yeah, sometimes. Yeah. That, that, and I'm like, yeah. so what the fuck? Like, did they just not have advise uh, advising staff, like telling them in the background or because it was mixed. That's that. It didn't make sense. To me. Don't, but, like, don't worry. No one will pick up on it. There's not that many nerds out there. <laughs> <laughs> right. But no, it was, it was mixed. And when it was good, it was good, you know? Yeah. And like, again, okay. So going back to what Brian said, the SS gear for that late in the war was actually pretty fucking good. Um, the, 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 the mix of the dot 44, the fall Oak B and, um, the helmet covers were, I think, um, well, there was one plane tree three, four mm-hmm. and there was one, but it was also autumn. It was flipped to the autumn color, which Mike is good. Mike likes dot camo. What? Huh? Mike A likes dot camo. Oh, my burp. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did it again. I missed two of them last week, dude. I'm <laughs> sorry. Sorry. <Yeah. laughs> sorry. Mike, go ahead. So I'm sorry. I love that Peter. Well, you, you, you let one fly earlier, and that was fine. It's, it should be definitely in the pod. But, like, <laughs> just fucking let him go. I let him go. I do sometimes. Other times, I just I go back to my old ways. You if, know? I, if I acknowledge it, it's in the fucking recording. So okay. if I, yeah, if I, I mean, miss it, it, it's like, I, I, sub, last week, I'll, and I'll let you go. I'm sorry. Last week I left two and I, I was talking when he did it. So he's going to now know to do it when I'm talking that way. I can't hear him as easily, but, uh, I heard two and I left him in there. I'm like, I don't care. I'm gonna, oh, I turned, dude, I turned him up by 10 and you're just, and I'm talking and all of a sudden you hear just, Hmm. Goddamn you. You have to just let them go and just fucking. I do something. Because if you pod. just go, which you've done in the past, you've gone, blah, and I just cut it. Yeah. But it's when you go, mm. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Tell me how uh, I know, because I've cut how many of them now? Mm. Episode 71. <laughs> just do a compilation of those, put it on YouTube. Mm, yeah. mm, 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 mm. Right. It's going to fucking, like, uh, whatever sorry <laughs> sorry i derailed it i derailed it sorry mike go ahead it's all right so the uniforms i think i agree with brian like the ss uniforms were pretty besides a couple but like for the most part the combat uniforms are pretty good um again no double decal m40s in 1945 that's if you see one of those things without a cover on it or just like not scraped it's one in a fucking hundred thousand like good luck but like go ahead brian well there is one thing to say about early war gear later in the war and just quickly um when they took the shit in earlier in the war if the helmet didn't get repainted or something a lot of times it went to a warehouse and the tail end of the war when they needed shit really bad they just opened up these warehouses if they had them left they weren't destroyed in the bombings they would hand out stuff so 99.98 percent of the time no way you'd see double decal ss helmet in 1945 
But that's what I'm saying. Yeah, but yeah. there were these, like I said, these warehouses because like smocks go away for most SS units in '44, and then the last two months of the war, they're everywhere because somebody said we have all these smocks we took in for the universal uniform. Get them out now, there. Yep. exactly. So as far as that said, you know, the uniforms are great for I'd say 1945 style because it's all over the place. Like everything they're wearing, it's, it's all yeah. Everything exactly. they're wearing yep. existed before VE Day, which is really, which is very hard to do for most modern production, especially something like this. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is just cool to see, you know. That being said, is it all correct for the time and place? No. But is it all? did it all exist in Germany in May of 1945? Yeah. So it's just, again, you know, it's this film does some really cool things right. And the camo is great, like you said. I didn't see any horrible patterns. The dot looks really good. It's probably like a like a nice cut, you know, an Elysium yeah, or something. Yeah, it's a... Yeah, it was, it was, it was, I don't know who the hell must have made those, but like, it was not like the typical, It's not like, at the front. It's not Chinese um, shit. SM. You know. It's gotta be Elsenbound. There's, there's one or two Czech companies that make really good dot now. Cause it, it was good. Cause it, it didn't look super faded. Mm-hmm. It looked like it would have looked at that time. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. not super used and like, but it was a good pattern. And, um, there was one guy that had a complete, it wasn't, it wasn't a fucking, uh, it was the, the drillish, like the, mm-hmm. the, uniform over walls yep. mm-hmm. which would have been accurate for uh winter and spring mm-hmm. in 1945 and i was like that's a good touch one of my, that's a that's a cool one touch. of my favorite looks is smock over an, an overcoat it's fucking really cool with the huge collar over the top you yeah, see that you yeah. see a lot of army guys do that in the spring of 45 like tan and water smock smock and an m42 overcoat dope but uh there's a lot of crazy late lower looks besides the couple things that i've already bitched about um, I didn't see a lot totally wrong with the German uniforms. Uh, the mayor wearing his political uniform. I thought that was good. Yeah, that's the, a cool the, touch. The oh, that's what I was yeah, holding my hands cool. for. Yeah, it, Brian, what is that called again? Because you and I, Gauleiter. Thank yeah, you. Gauleiter, I, I just I, saw yeah. So, yeah. Yep, like Michael said. Um, yeah, no, that looked as far as I could tell. Because I hate politics and I hate that political shit. But as far as what I know, he looked very well done. As far as the rank and the, the color, yes, and he had the, he had the, yeah the gold kind of like oak leaf band around his um, yep. armband, mm-hmm. and because it, it's like okay, this guy is the head honcho of the town. He's a gaudaito, yeah, and it's like okay, interesting. And he was wearing that to get the SS guys to fuck off and just not fuck with him as much as possible. Didn't work, but. Like, cause from what I, from what I understand, from what I've read and heard from people who were there, including army veterans, you know, hair veterans, uh, Luftwaffe veterans, they didn't like the SS guys. They thought they were arrogant pieces of shit. They thought they were assholes. Most of them were foreign volunteers in the Boffin SS and they just didn't get along that well. But the political guys had to suck their dicks cause the SS was a political organization. It wasn't part of the fucking Wehrmacht, Right. And so when they ever they came in, they were like, okay, we have to do, do this dog and pony show. Uh, we have to put Hitler's fucking photo. Because th- there was another little cool touch that they did. They're like, oh, let's get let's get his fucking photo put up in the fucking bar in the inn and whatever. Because he took it all down because he thought guy. the Americans were coming and not the... Right, not the exactly. Guys, so yeah. And yep, and the SS guys show up and it's like, oh, shit. Well, we've got to fucking do this so we don't get messed with any more than what we're going to be. Brian... I'll say, you know, yes, there was some a lot of stigma between the SS and here, but the best way to put it is like, it's like the Marines and the Army. There's not many times that they fought together in the Second World War. There's a few battles right. and stuff that they were together, but mostly, you know, SS and Army guys would like, you know, 
come together behind the lines if they had to. It, it would be like in bars or whatever. That, that's you know? that's what I was and talking about. Like the, from what I've read, yeah, yeah they didn't like the SS yeah. guys because they were arrogant fucks. Yeah, but like uh, so, it's funny because like yeah. you don't, except for like uh, Cherkasy or a few of the crazier battles, like SS, they were kind of on their own. You know, it's 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 interesting. Um, well, I that's know. one they're, thing they're, that. I've noticed a lot of movies, well, actually not necessarily a lot, but like some movies, they like to do that thing where it's like we have the scene where the regular, the hair, you know, the German army has like their little fracas with the SS, you know, and uh, I think it's in, in a way they're trying to, uh, I don't know, just try and make it seem like they're separate from them. You know, the, oh, we're not the, the regular army wasn't that bad, you know, that whole thing. Um, right. Right. A lot of people are reacting like, oh, I do Luftwaffe. They didn't do any massacres. They fucking like shot three hundred people in Crete, like the day after they took it. Like oh, false yeah, guys were yeah. like, "Line up in this orchard, motherfucker!" Like you know, no one in that organization um, got away scot free. Everyone has blood on their hands, you know. Absolutely, and, and that's just, the thing is like they just there was a there was a, a a rivalry because the SS technically wasn't part of the Wehrmacht. So it's early on when they started to uh, the SS wanted to be armed because it started as like a you know shoot stuff well there's this like personal bodyguard the Wehrmacht yep. did all they could to not arm them because basically and I love this quote is why would you give prison guards guns that's what they equated <laughs> right. them to you know yeah why would you give these yep. fucking idiots with no military bearing or training guns you know and it was very political you know Himmler did a lot to pull army officers away and entice them with ranks and correct that, that, that. So yeah, it, it, it's it's very interesting, but that's why all of the SS firearms are all fucking random fucking shit. Like there literally was a unit in Poland that was an SS unit, and their job was to steal rifles from battlefields from dead here soldiers, so they could take those rifles and give them to SS soldiers. It's not Jesus, until thirty nine and forty that you see them start to modernize and not use things like Bergmans or G98s or Broomhandle Mausers. Right, privately because, purchased yeah. shit, yeah. Like they, or or, the biggest, or taken from Poland or Czechoslovakia or all that stuff. The biggest manufacturer that they got modern weapons from was BNZ, who was Steyer, who was based out of Austria because he was a super anti-Semite. Everybody else wouldn't trade with the SS. They literally had to have their own ways of getting munitions. SS rebuilds, you know, they were so ostracized from the the standard way of doing things that they had to make their own way. Hence, look at all this free labor we have. It's, you know, it's very interesting how it happens, but it's, it's very comparable to the Marines because they're the same way they, they get nothing. They have to fight for shit. You know, it's, that's just the best cultural, you know, way to compare them. The putting a blanket statement there. Marines are not SS. All right. Don't, don't kill me. I know, <laughs> but no. definitely a rivalry there. Oh yeah. And, um, and it's like, um, and it, it was throughout the entire fucking war. Like, yeah, it's it's dramatized a lot in film and you know on TV and shit like that. But like, um, no, I think they played it very well. Like, okay, getting back to the uh, the mayor, the Gauleiter, right, wearing his uniform to get these guys to just fucking leave him alone as much as possible. I thought that was a good touch. You really don't see that in films at all. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, that you know, I kind of like that. I just will, will say one last thing about the SS and we can move on. So even in like, you know, for example, the 12th SS, a lot of people argue is the most fanatical SS organization ever made because it was the Hitler Youth. It was these kids that were indoctrinated that were thus thrown in with first SS combat veterans in the Eastern Front, mostly from and a lot of army and officers. Uh, well, by f- most of the 12th was built from SS ranks. But 
a lot of those guys had early experience. Like Kurt Meyer was originally in here before he went to the SS. But long story short, you know, they go to Normandy and you get a lot of, you think that these are the most radicalized guys. You get a mixed bag. So one story I know is that this Churchill was attacking a line of SS guys and they had the handhold mines and they ran up to put it on it. And the mine, this guy puts the mine on the engine deck, runs away and it falls off. And he looks at it, he looks at his friend, and he runs back and he grabs the mine and he holds it on the back of the Churchill till it explodes to take out the tank, killing himself in the process, but indoctrinated 17-year-old. Another story is this guy was a machine gunner and he was on an MG-42 dug into a hedgerow. And him and his gunner were there, you know, ready to go and fight. And their troops were spread out, whatever. Well, he got really tired and he fell asleep. Fucking fell asleep at his gun. And when he woke up, there was a British command post in front of him that had set up in this hedgerow, and they had no idea he was there. And what did he do? Fucking walked out of the field and surrendered. So <laughs> yep. you get a mixed bag. You know, both 17-year-olds, yep. both Hitler youth, both radicalized, same division, same area, same fighting, different convictions. So, you know. Well, at least he wasn't in the 14th SS, the Ukrainian uh, cavalry division. Galician? Yeah. Oh. You know, the guy that... Uh, yeah. They're really friendly with Canadians, from what I know. <laughs> Especially oh, Devin. Oh, 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 there we go. My, and they, they never committed any atrocities or anything that... No, no, so. no, they fought the Russians, though. Okay, so that's fine. They fought the Russians, yeah. yep. The <laughs> Russians, <laughs> not the Soviets. They fought the Russians. Sorry, sorry, yes, yes, Soviets. Yes. Yes. Um, no, no they, fought the, they fought the Russians. The Soviets? I think it's time for IMFTB. If there is go even... For it. If there There's is... Yeah, if there is even one there we go uh i couldn't I'd find it really yeah mike is pretty good about finding it i, I can't find it uh I'm try and find when i can't find it, i ask you because some it's happened like twice where i can't find it you're like it's right here idiot and i, I always say idiot mm. you know it's right here mm. Mm. <laughs> mm. it's right here mm. <laughs> i am blowing up to 20 percent Blut und Gude, or however they would say it. Blut und Geld. Yeah, there's there's blood and bone, but there's no blood and gold. Yeah, I saw that one. I didn't see blood and gold. Well, it's it's pretty new. We want to do blood and bone. No, let's just look at whatever the hell that is. It's like some boxing movie. We we pretty much okay. Just real quick, P thirty eight, MP forties, K ninety eights, uh, uh, P thirty eights, Walter, uh, high turret. Russian capture sniper rifle with the wrong reticle. Whatever that, whatever that chick was carrying. Oh, to shoot the double barrel shotgun and that hunter grade K ninety eight. Well, and the pistol. That's the, Nathan. Yeah. That's called a Mauser Sporter Model A. It was from the nineteen twenties. They had a bunch of. They had a bunch of uh, Sporter variations of the Mauser that they built in the early twenties, and they were all under that like Mauser Model A or B series. Um, they're actually beautiful rifles. But yes. Um. So there is no IMFDB, correct? <sighs> I think yeah, we've got everything. K98s, MP40s, MG42, P38, PO8, um, 50 cal. Fucking... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, there was, yeah. yeah 75 millimeter Thompson, M1s, uh, 37 M1 millimeter on the M8. Yeah. Was there a carbine? We have, to, we have to complete the, the, the normal. There was a carbine, yes. Okay. There was. There you go. Absolutely. And, and a Colt uh, 45 on the lieutenant for sure. So. Sweet Jesus. Oh, probably no Lugers. But. Um, yeah. Anyway, all right. I guess we should go to our final ratings. Yes. Yeah. Final thought to go first. Um, I guess I will. Um, 
so yeah, it's not the kind of movie that I'm into. I'm just this <laughs> this sort of <laughs> this sort of genre is uh you know, it's it's a uh, it's not my thing and I've I've just uh, tired of seeing stuff like this. I'm not going to of course, you know, say that movies like this shouldn't be made because every kind of every filmmaker has the right to make what they want, but uh you know, for the stuff that I yearn for when it comes to a, future films and just, you know, war films and stuff like that. This is not the kind of thing I'm looking for. So, uh, I guess I'm going to give it a two out of 10. There you go. Uh, let me pass it on to Nason. <laughs> I can't even see his eyes. I just see his big double chin. You're dead to me. <laughs> uh, anyway, are you Dutch? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, what was it? Uh, the movie, dumbass. No, I know that. <laughs> you call me a dumbass. You call me. You, a, you yeah. call me a dumbass. Come I on. I apologize. <laughs> I love you. Take, take it back. Take it back. <laughs> take it back. Okay. So yeah, I mean, like everything I said before, with you know, uh, the the story, the characters, like. Just, just throw it out the window. It's not important. Um, this is, I think, a really good movie to watch while you're multitasking. Um, and you know, I think, uh, I think if you need to, like, you know, turn something on and enjoy just kind of turning your brain off, which is, I believe, what I told Mike B to do when he was like, "I, I don't know if I can do it," and I'm like, "Just doesn't just, work. Just, just turn it off and just laugh because that's really all you can do." When trauma happens, you just have to laugh. So, you know, it's just like... <laughs> God, you travel must have been funny. <laughs> what, if you can get past that, then it's it's worth it. I, I think, um, I think you know, it, it's for the... Uh, for watching a another Tarantino-like-esque uh, high school film, you can, uh, <laughs> you can enjoy yep. it. And I don't mean that as an insult, even though it sounds like an insult. It really, it's really good. I like some of the aspects of the Tarantino Western style kind of thing. I think it's a very bold choice. Unfortunately, I think you need more of, you need more of a story to really kind of hold that in. And again, like Brian said earlier, it's like, it's not taking itself seriously in a way, but it is. And I think that puts it way above Sisu. Again, I haven't seen it, but if my, you know, film watching history tells me anything, uh, Hulk flipping a teller mind into a head, you know, is, but but bottle flipping a teller mind into a head is 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 you know pretty, pretty bad. So I'm gonna give it um. I'm gonna give it a five out of ten screens. I'll give it these. Mm. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna Oof. give it mercy. I I liked it. I did. I I could watch it again if I had to clean something. So. Please write that like as a body? review for it. Yeah. Like I can watch this if I have so to clean. So never something. again. Never again. Then. Oh. Is what you're oh. 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 That's pretty. Oh. Funny. Well, no. I mean, like, look. I like. Don't judge my piles of World War II behind me. Okay. Like that's all I ask. So I have to live in my gremlin cave somewhere. <laughs> okay. Yeah. This thing was, in my opinion, a flaming pile of dog shit. Um. It was. Again, European cinema trying to emulate a shitload of American cinema tropes. And it's like, I've seen decent European cinema. We have all on this channel or on this, this podcast. This was just lazy and not it. 
And I know you're trying to do something different, you think. And you're trying to do something that's going to be popular, and I understand that. It's just very fucking lazy. Like, wardrobe, eh, it's hit or miss. It's not terrible in some places. It's fucking awful in others. Uh, the writing was horseshit, and I didn't think the acting was very strong at all. Um, and again, the whole Western theme thing with the music and everything, it's like, yeah, you're trying to be Quentin Tarantino, and you're fucking not. Like, I'm not a big Tarantino fan, but he has my respect in his place in cinema, right? Don't try to fucking just rip that off and then put a bunch of other tropes and, sh excuse me, shit into a film, especially about World War II. It's like, again, there's no real substance to it. It's, the plot line is Kelly's fucking heroes, right? It's like, okay, we gotta get the gold. They find out there's gold at the beginning and then it's just a different kind of way to get there using all these other cinematic tropes from other films that have been, you know, like we were talking about. And I thought it was very fucking lazy. We'll just put it that way. Uh, there were, however, a lot of really good shots like Nate brought up. The cinematography was really good, okay? I did like all the shots. Uh, the coverage, like he said, was really good. Uh, it wasn't shaky. It wasn't trying to... Uh, it, it was very consistent. We'll say it that way, right? High quality and very high quality. And so for that, I'll give it a lot of credit. Um, again, about half the uniforms and the actions of the military personnel and civilians really good. Half of it was just kind of shitty and lazy again, like I said. Um, and I don't know why that was, that was not consistent. The, Cinematography was the, the, all that the, shit. The, and, and real quick, it definitely was a Western in the church shootout with uh, head first jumping, diving, shooting him. Oh, fuck. And, like, and it was just, again, yeah. the, the wounds. Yeah, abs it was just a fucking, it was like, we're all dead. Let's just do I, a Western shootout. I, I, need, and, I yeah. need Peter here to do the Owen Wilson yell at, at the end of like Shanghai noon. Did you also hear the fucking Wilhelm scream? Yes, in the church when he falls off the top. Yep. What are we doing? It's 2020 fucking Again, dude, it's that all, it's, that's They're trying to be a Western. I, well, no, hold on, hold on. In 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 a sound designer's d defense, if they choose to throw down the gauntlet, they put the, the sound in the movie. It's a it's a it's a tradition slash kind of like dare for sound designers. Okay, I get it. At the same okay, time, don't that. make it so obvious. Yeah, I don't agree with it, but I understand yeah. it. Okay. Also, the the fire rate of these guns. I know gunplay is not Europeans thing because they're very restricted on what they can own. Yes, I know you're gonna be like, we can own guns. You can't own guns like we can own guns here. Multiple can and. What? Malta's the only place in Europe where you have like machine guns. I know what you mean. Cool. Joke. Well, that, that's better than what we've got here. Well, Czech, you can have machine Czech guns Republic, here. You, Czech have Republic, have machine guns. Anyway. you can have machine guns as well. Yeah, but it's like so small you have to find a fucking range. Yeah, yeah. Which sucks because like I have, a, I have a really good friend who's lives there and he's got an M16A1 and everything. And he's just like, there's nowhere to shoot because everything's so fucking dense and populated. It's so small. Mm. It's like a, it's like a small, like a small size state. Anyway, um, back to the film. There was a lot of just sh a lazy European cinema that I saw in this. Okay, and if you're from Europe, don't do not take it personally. When I say that, it's I know you guys can do better because I've seen better. I've seen a lot better, and this one was just did not fucking cut it right, and um, it was just so fucking lazy. And the redeeming qualities are the only reason it doesn't get a negative score. And so I'm going with a one out of ten on this fucking. <laughs> Whoa, I, I'm not joking. Like it was just so fucking cliche, stupid. Like it was not. 
it wasn't even like, it, it wasn't like it wasn't a war movie, like whatever. It was just so fucking terribly written, most of the time terribly acted, cliche. I knew exactly what was going to happen. And I'm like, oh, it did happen. Okay, fuck. Well, so anyway, um, yeah, that's my opinion. So one out of 10. Interesting. Don't make this lower than Hyena Road or you're dead to me. There'll be three out of three at this point. Don't you make it lower than Hyena Road. Well, on that threatening note, <laughs> should I leave a score? Um, no, it's just to reiterate what I said earlier. I mean, you have to conceptualize these films, you know, and that's what I'm doing here. I'm not putting this on the same stage as anything real. I'm just putting this on the stage of what this genre is and what's like this genre. And that being said, it does do some interesting things for what it is. You know, I know what they're trying to do. I don't agree with all of it, but I see it. And um, yeah, they had some good cinematography. There's definitely worse films out there. There's fucking way worse films out there that took themselves way too seriously. You know, I I like as stupid as this film is at times. I like that they have a line and they don't turn it into Sisu. They like, you know, we're not going to go insane, but we're going to go stupid. And there's some respect in that, you know? That being said, I don't ever see myself watching this ever again. Um, But it's an interesting film for what it is and what it tries to do. And that being said, I will give this a six. Only because I respect what it's trying to do. It's emulating 70s mashups of shit. I'm not saying that that score affects that it's a good film or that like I, I want to watch it and continue. I just respect for what they did, you know? I mean, it just, they could have made the Sisu easily in a blink of an eye with East German tunics and VZ-58s and gazes, you know? It's like, they, they could have took like the Crystal Skull route to history, you know? And just made it really shitty. But no, they really did try to keep it in that 1945-esque place. And there's no digital watches. There's no stupid shit like it's just they they do a good job for for what it is for what this film sets out to be which is a action movie set in the spring of 45 so that being said putting all the scores into the computer that we'll see if michael will ever like the dutch (laughs) we get a score of (laughs) running joke 4.75 out of 10 bet your ass it is (laughs) that is higher than uh, hiking a road hell yeah all right all right. Yeah, and All right. Uh, the score on Netflix is uh, six point five, so we're definitely lower than usual. But what's, uh, what's IMDb? Hold on, let me look. Um, well, that's what that's what it is. IMDb. Oh, you said Netflix. So, sorry. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. But um, it's an interesting film. You know, there's a lot of stuff in this that I didn't expect to see. And there's a lot of stuff in this that I didn't want to see. But what they set out to do in the in the frame of whatever, it's it works. So. I just, I guess my whole thing with films like this is I don't want people personally to watch this and go, oh, that's what World War II films are. That's historically accurate. Okay. Because it happens. Thank you for reminding me. I wanted to put that caveat in my thing. Uh, I thought, I think I did that a lot earlier on, but just to reiterate, like Mike just said, 100%, don't go off of this as like, this is what they did. This is how this happened. And did you know this lieutenant colonel invaded a city and hey, had half a face and he French tongued a. Uh, the German girl, and he had two dickholes, and it's like you know, what was that last part? Yeah. <laughs> two dickholes. You heard what I said. <laughs> That's where I would be. In like, his face. Wait yeah, a yeah, in his face. Yeah. 
remember over the summer where people were Googling was Oppenheimer a real person? You know, yeah, like, exactly. Oh, people yeah. are what? fucking what? You know that fucking stupid. Uh, like, what? Dude, people are fucking retarded. That's what. I think that's why my score might be the way it is because I can turn that switch off and just be like, okay, this isn't this, this is that. So let's see what this is. This is a whole another yeah. category. This is a whole another judgment category by itself. Yeah, it, it yeah. because of what it is, it's it doesn't deserve to be on that podium. Like like like, but it not, deserves a score. And and that's not me saying like like because Mike B and Mike A gave it lower scores than ours. That's not what I mean. Everyone has their own opinion and how they want to judge it. I but like for example like. Sisu is, and I'm just going to go off of a hunch, probably going, I'm probably going to have a Mike A, Mike B score because it's just like Brian keeps saying, it's so insane. Now, maybe that's the highest points in the trailer and there's nothing else. But if I know anything of a movie like that, there's more ridiculous things on top of more ridiculous things. And it's an entertainment thing, just like how I watch John Wick is entertainment. I want to watch my historical films to be engrossed or jumped in or think of a story or whatever it's like this doesn't do that this just lets me clean so <laughs> well yeah and the, 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 basically what i judge a lot of these films on is what i just said is mm -hmm. like because i do know that some people will watch the and it makes our job as people who actually understand and know history a little bit harder to like talk to people about because they go oh i saw that in a movie and this is this is what this did, and it's like, well, that's not actually accurate. Yeah, it's entertainment. Yes, I get that. It's it's fine in that respect, but a lot of these films, people will actually take it to heart and think it's gospel, and that 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 I have a huge problem with. Well, I mean, for example, SBR taught me that the MG forty twos are all in the bunkers on Omaha. Not so. I mean, correct. <laughs> Yep. God, you yep. guys just use that. Uh, as, I mean, when I went to Normandy, I remember yeah, seeing yeah, all yeah. the huge observation bunkers down Did the coast. Did you know that every single gun on the Omaha Beast to, was an MG42? In the no. Schnabel stand, I, I, yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. <laughs> I used to hear, I, I heard that they used to call them big pillboxes cyclones. So they had the one big slit in the front. That's a new one. <laughs> yeah, because I just fucking made it up. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but I've heard stuff like that. Oh, yeah, I remember. I, I heard a guy once say that the uh, the the um, the remnants of the Mulberry Harbor were uh, German uh, sea obstacles. And no, yeah. <laughs> I'm just like. I was in a hospital earlier this year, as most of you guys know, for a procedure. And when I was there, I just asked people, like, "Do you know who Audie Murphy is?" Not one person knew who Audie Murphy was. And this is people in their 20s and their 30s, professionals, you know, doctors, nurses, whatever people you think that might be read or well-read, or something in way, some way, shape, or form, knowing the most decorated U.S. serviceman in the Second World War. Already what? Nobody knew. So as much as this does muddle the message as far as what the war was really like versus what it's not, unfortunately, the, most of the population is so far removed from the events that Correct. even if they didn't see something like this, they'd still think that, you know, it's World War II was a certain way. So Oh, absolutely. It's a very, it's a very personal um, thing especially having my YouTube channel and like dealing with comments all the time and trying to like educate people in a nice way. I just, it's a very personal thing. I get very frustrated very easily with that shit because I'm just like, fuck, you know, like I, I appreciate the interest, but don't try to argue with me about what you saw in a film being historically accurate when you a, are new to the fucking topic and B it's not correct. And, and that's the thing is like, there's a lot of shit really quick. Yeah. Mike, there's a lot of shit 
I, I admit this frequently on the podcast that I do not know because you, you can't physically fucking know everything. One person cannot know everything about everything. You've got your little n- niches that you know about and whatever. But when I don't know, I'll admit that, you know, it's like, okay, cool. But I just, when I, when I try to teach people about history, I try to teach the most correct version that I've researched and that I've known over the years. And I, I don't ever, I don't, well, I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't want to say I don't ever, but like, I try not to uh, come at it from a position of authority. I try to go, here's what I know. This is what I've researched. Here's what you, you can look this up and whatever. If I'm incorrect, please research that and tell me how I'm incorrect. And we'll have a conversation about that. Don't just say, no, I saw it in a movie or I saw it on TV or I, I saw this in an article and therefore it's gospel because all four of us here know that there's a lot of shit that's not correct out there. And I, I guess it's a, it's a really personal, um, kind of, um, I don't know, crusade, I guess I'm on that. Like, I want to teach people about what I do know as accurately as possible. And I want it to be portrayed as accurately as possible. So yes, I am very biased when it comes to shit like this film, Brian. The best way to sum it up is history is the debate at the end of the day. You bring your research, they bring their research, and thus you argue. And whoever has more corresponding research thus wins. You know, if that's all sure, it but is here's at the, the end of the day. Yep. And um, if one thing we ran into this year was what is an expert? You know, someone that self proclaims that they claim to know things, or the person that reads every single fucking literature narrative out there about some specific event, like 40 or 50 books. So mm-hmm. who holds the real keys? You know, that's why, again, well, history is, is a debate, it, it, you know? Yeah. And if somebody comes, uh, they, they approach me with a subject that I know about, or I know a little about or whatever, and they're well-read and they're educated and they can actually, um, articulate their, their point. Uh, cause again, this is the YouTube comments that I'm talking about. They can articulate their point going, Hey, I've done this, this, and this research. I figured out this, this, and this, this is what I have. And I don't think you're correct. I go, okay, at least you came prepared. If you say, no, in Saving Private Ryan, these bunkers were this way, therefore that's how it fucking was, that frustrates yeah. me. That's the kind of shit I'm talking about. I don't, I don't mind having a debate with people about history as long as there's actually substance to the debate. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Go ahead. No, no, I was agreeing with you. But it was to jump off your point, we faced this year with some certain individuals that thought they knew what the facts were when uh-huh. they obviously mm-hmm. were just making gross assumptions about a certain event. So again, yes. it just history is a debate, you know, mm-hmm. what you have to do is shut the fuck up and read everything, everything you possibly can about something until you can't find anything else to find about that. When you're frantically looking for more of that information to put into it. Hence, I read 15 books in the last month about one battle. There's nothing else to read about this battle. So you have come to the end's length of something to research. Thus, now you know everything. Because there's always that book. There's always that nugget. There's always that something that's out there that's going to change your narrative. And it's going to change their narrative as well. You know. So just looking for that. Finding, sifting through that shit. Finding the crumbs and building your understanding of that past. Well. You know? What I want to say is that one of the great, and I've said this before, one of the greatest things you can do is to admit you don't know, you know, admit, I don't know that, you know, and most of the time you'll find out, you know, if you, but if you try, because this happens a lot too, where, you know, 
someone will say something stupid and you'll try and challenge them and they, they'll they'll just they'll they'll stick to it you know like no it's it's this and that's it but it's like if you generally say i don't know and you open up your you know surrender your ego let yourself you know be open to learning you will know you know so that's that's one of the greatest things that i've i have come to discover and um it's funny though with movies like this and uh you know they could coen brothers this fucking thing you know with uh this is based on a true story at the beginning and no a lot of people wouldn't be any the wiser you know, <laughs> that's, right. that's the, the tragedy about stuff like this. And I'm waiting for that to happen. It's funny. I remember uh, I, the, the first draft of Saving Private Ryan that was written in 1994. I read it one time and it, it opens with in the script. It opens with this is a true story. It doesn't say base. It says this is a true story, which it's not. It's uh, it's inspired by the Nyland brothers, which most people know. But uh, yep. there's a lot of stuff like that. Yeah, where it's in, that's a selling point is what it is. It's uh, they use it in trailers all the time based on true events, based on a true story. Could have been a true story, you know. <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> yep. um, so, yeah, that's uh, that that's one thing that I that, uh, that yeah, people will even even if it doesn't say it like with this movie, some people will just assume it because, oh, it happened. It's it's all uh, it, the setting is a is a historical thing. Could have happened in Sacramento Valley in 1987. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Well, on that note, I think we've really killed this film. So, as always, thank you guys for your time. And let's go kill some fucking Nazis. See you guys next week. Thanks for joining us. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to leave a rating. Otherwise, Mel Gibson won't stop screaming. If you like this content, make sure to check out our Facebook YouTube, and Instagram pages. If you want to directly support our work, make sure to check out our Patreon. All these links are in the description below. Until the next time, Scuttlebutt out.